Do you want to start the podcast? Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Hypocrite Lounge. Today we're going to talk about something that happened at my job, um, which was pretty interesting to me because I never got asked this question of, does body count matter to you? So, so you came home from work today and you walked through the door. You're like, hi, hi, hello. You, and immediately you just turned to me and you say, you asked me that same question. Mm-hmm. And my answer was, it's all in relation to your partner, I feel. I feel like it's in relation to your partner. Okay, but let's say you're not dating this person, which, which is me, well, obviously. Could, let's say and answer the question first. What do you think? That's the thing, that when I got asked this question, I didn't know how to like answer because I never thought about someone else's body count. Um, so it was, it was interesting and different for me. I guess if, 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 I guess it does, uh, I think if you're more than maybe 50, 50, 50s are cut off. Just, I am. Yeah. Just, I guess that number, I'm just throwing that number in there. Cause I think if, if it's like a hundred, like I'm going to feel some sort of way uh-huh. for sure. But 50, I mean. I don't know. I, I think that's my cutoff, I guess. Yeah. It just depends also, like... Okay, so I'm going to say it does matter. Because I don't want it to be over 100. So... Or I don't want it to be more than maybe 30. Let's say... Let's say person one has 30. Person two has 40. Mm-hmm. Should they not... Do you think that would be a problem? No, because they're basically equal at that point. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say it's in relation to yeah. you two, whoever the other person is. So, if one person's at 20, the other person's at 5, then that's, I feel like that that's an issue. That's quadruple the amount. You think the person, you think the person that has 5 will feel some sort of way with the person that's 20 then? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think they would. Yeah. So, I think it's all in relation to to what your partner is. So at. I have a question. So for for um for you, do you think that relationship should continue or like do you think they should still make it work besides if one thinks like oh that's too much, I don't know if I can do that. Uh that's based off the person. I yeah. can't I mean, I'm sure everybody's different that like some people can look past it, some people can't. Yeah. I don't know if I could, honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out is like could you be able to I don't to... think I could, honestly. <laughs> so 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 let's say so let's say you had fifty. And would I have a problem with it? Yes. Because I'm nowhere near fifty. So Okay, we're not gonna put our numbers out there, but well, I'm not. but it's definitely not fifty. Yeah. But if it was I would have an issue with that, yeah. And I told you now that we're two years deep in our relationship and um We're yeah, we're building the foundation of our lives together. Yeah, exactly. Way. This is some new information yeah. you just found out. How would you go about it? Would you want to move on and get past that I have this body count, or would you just leave to find someone else 
that has a lower body count because that that really matters. That's loaded because I don't know. I can't really. I don't know what would really happen because like. Sorry if I'm laughing in the background. If you hear me, it's because my cat is next to me, and she's just snoring or purring really loud and it's just really funny i don't know if the mic is picking it up probably is <laughs> she's just breathing really hard <laughs> it i don't know i don't know what I, what I would do with that well how would how would you react if i was like oh oh babe by the way i got a hundred under my belt oh man just I double would've... double your hypothetical number <laughs> i i think i'm a need a 24 hours to process this Mm -hmm. information and maybe cry um, just because this is something I'll be upset of how come you didn't tell me in the beginning. Well, yeah, well, yeah, there's that as well, but, um, so you don't know if you would want to continue the relationship at all. I think in my mind I would have that thought, but I think once those 24 hours of me processing it, I think I would come to some kind of solution mm-hmm. to to this issue that I um, think it is. Mm-hmm. I, I would think maybe I can work through it. But if those 24 hours, if I, if I think like I can't do it, then that might be my decision. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I, yeah, I would need some time to like process and like think about everything. But I think I would want to work through it, though. Oh, how, how did you get, how did that conversation come about? Like, were you, like, you and your coworkers talking, like, about, like, body counts or, like, what had that? There's this person that was concerned about this information that got brought up to him by his girl, something he didn't know in the beginning after a year dating. And now he's really bothered by his body count, even though his body count is double. Of what she has. Mm-hmm. So obviously this is a double standard thing going on here. And uh, yeah, no, then that had me thinking, hmm, does body count really matter to me? Yeah. And that's where we are now. Yeah, I, I just stand by my answer, honestly. It's just, it's all in relation to who you're with. Mm-hmm. So like... It's just a num. It's just a number that kind of means nothing. It's like first, at face yeah, value, at face value, it kind of just means nothing. It only means something if like, if you. This is a lot to think about. It's hard to put in words. It is so hard to put it into words, but you're right. It can just be a number uh-huh. to someone, but at the same time, it can mean a lot to someone. And I, I understand it meaning a lot, too. And I, can, and I can understand both sides. Yeah. I get it. The whole, like, pure thing. Yeah. The, like, purity that, like, comes with, like, tech virginity, I guess. Because that, that's kind of, like, that's kind of, like, the reason, like, why, like, virginity is such, like, a quote-unquote sacred thing. Yeah. Is because it was something that, that was kind of a gift in a way that, like, because you're giving me a weird look. You know, I know that. It was like a gift in a way from for for fathers to give, like when fathers would give their daughters away to other men to get married, like their virginity was like part of the gift oh. of their daughter. Of like, oh, here's my daughter. You can marry her. 
and then I, this is this is what comes with it. Oh man, that's so. It gross. was something to be proud of, and back then. Yeah. Back in times of arranged, back in arranged marriage was a much more yeah social socially accepted thing. Yeah. In the West. It's still crazy how it still goes on now. Well, I mean, at this point, it's just like a religious thing, isn't it? I don't know. I think since some I think it's just countries, yeah. yeah, it's like a religion thing. It's just their customs, just what they do. All right, so I had an idea that came about randomly, and uh, it had the idea, and I was I was thinking about like passion versus hobbies, and like what which one is better to do career wise i guess so let's say that like i would i would like your opinion on this let's say like someone has a passion of playing the guitar or something like that like they're like they love playing the guitar they're like mediocre at best at it but they just love it it's their passion in life mm-hmm. and then they have and then their favorite hobby is swimming sure okay so like what should this person follow like their passion in life or their favorite hobby as a career i kind of went very very like top of the line kind of thing for these but it's very difficult to achieve quote-unquote success in both of these type of things that i picked but for the sake of this argument conversation what would you say well what would you say gives this person more fulfillment would it be Chasing after their pat, trying to achieve success in their passion or in their hobby. I think at first their first choice would be their passion. Really? Yeah, because that's I would hope they would want to go after that. If the guy sees that his passion is not working out for him, he sees that he's not good at it or whatever it may be, it's not working out. He might pick the hobby and realize that that all along was his his thing his career his passion calling yeah and um you just never know until you try and figure it out really Mm -hmm. and i think that's with anything you just never know until you jump in okay i don't know i just find that i find like the two things very odd because because like it's very because some for most people i would assume Getting a job in the hobby would be a lot easier than someone than most people's passion. Yeah, that that's that's so true in, in so many people's lives. Exactly. Like all sorts of you know jobs that aren't with their passion or aren't with what they wanted to do um, in the first place. That's so just something they're just good at now, or they are just too afraid to go after their passion because they think they might fail or not work out. So they just go to a job that's easier. Mm-hmm. Um, because they might think that their passion is harder. Yeah. Which, which is not. I mean, which is true. I mean, maybe hard. But you know, once again, if you don't try, you never really know. And it's about taking that step, and yeah, maybe failing, taking that risk to fail. But then at least you know, like this just wasn't it, or maybe you want to try again, and you'll do it until you get to it. And this was you're talking about their their hobby for this. I'm just saying in general how okay. people when they don't pick their passion uh-huh. and they have the hobby, or they they don't pick any of it, 
Because they just don't know what they're good at. Mm -hmm. They just pick at something that they know it's easy. So some people can either pick one of them, both, or none at all. Yeah. And I'm just going through all sides. Okay. Um, I only thought of this because I was looking to an interview of, of a wrestler, I believe it was. And he was saying that, like, he has no hobbies. Like, this is, like, this is his only thing that he, like, loves. It's the only thing, like, he cares about. And, like, he doesn't, he doesn't care about anything else. He doesn't enjoy doing anything else. This guy just enjoys, like, watching wrestling, doing wrestling, all the shits like that, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Some people just pick one of them. Yeah. And it was crazy to think that, like, how he would follow his passion like this without having, sorry, not without, like, having anything else, but just not having anything else in general. Yeah. is really crazy because it's not that there's no backup plan it's that there's nothing else to look forward to i guess yeah because if that goes wrong like what mm-hmm. wrong when he gets injured yeah like exactly he doesn't have it, nothing else to nothing else to look forward to in life yeah right and, and go ahead and then so that made that had me thinking i was like well i would and then I was had me thinking is that I feel like I would rather go chase a career in my hobby rather than a passion. Because if I were to do that in a hobby and I fail, I still have something passionate to look forward. I still have something else in my life that I would look forward to. I mean, it can it can go the it same way. It can go way. either way, hundred percent. Yeah, it can go either way. But I feel like if it's if it's your passion and it doesn't work out, then that's so much weight on one's shoulders that like saying like you have to look yourself in the mirror and say i i gave my best effort on trying to do my passion for a living and i failed i mean that's the risk you're taking yeah that is the risk willing to take that risk then yeah you 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 know you know what you signed Mm -hmm. up for and yeah it's gonna be really hard once if you do fail i mean at least you have that backup plan if you know that you have a hobby. Yeah. Um, and I think I think it's vice versa. I just I just feel like it just depends on how big of a risk you want to take. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to take those chances or not. Because, you know, there could be a chance where you do make it big. You, yeah. It does work out. Yeah, you're right. So I it just depends what you want. You know, would you would you. Would you set up a backup plan if you knew maybe you would fail at your passion? Would you want to set that up for yourself? Or you or you just think that you're going to make it and that's that? Because you have interesting to question. Know. Interesting you, question. You have to know that there is a downfall Inter- to it. it. Very interesting. Because I remember I saw something. Honestly, this could be like an Andrew Tate quote. I don't know. <laughs> but no, it could be because this sounds like something he would have said. Um, is that like he has like like there's no reason for a plan B because in if the if you have a plan B in your head, then that means that you that in your head you think that you are gonna fail. Mm-hmm. So in your head you have to have no plan B. So you have to make it work. That's a good way to mm-hmm. I guess in a way think about like just make make sure that like this whatever I'm doing is yeah. going to work because exactly. I have no other chance. I have nothing else lined up in my life. Exactly. This needs to happen. That's the way to drive yourself to that Mm -hmm. end goal. Um, Which is not... 
which yeah. is something I heard somewhere. It could be Andrew Tate. It could not be. I don't remember. remember. <laughs> He's like, oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't remember. But that's something That's something I remember I saw. And that's something kind of I stick with in a way. Because that's that's there's something... Pa- I think there's something powerful about that. I think it's also powerful that you are... All- giving it all to to make your passion work too i exactly. think that i think that's also good like if, if you fail at your passion i think whatever effort you put in whatever drive and shits you went through i think that's that's huge like mm-hmm. you should be proud of yourself for putting yourself out there like that putting yourself at a risk once again risk <laughs> yeah there's if, if you were to fail at it and then not have a backup plan then what like do you just go to mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> do you like there's something can i get a cheeseburger please <laughs> well there's something very big about failure there i mean there's a lesson there's a lesson there's a hundred percent there's a lesson be in that path uh-huh. and whatever lesson you learn from that is from Whatever you're going to take from that and from on forward. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, kind of. You're kind of saying that like no matter like how things happen in your life, there's always something to like learn from it. Yeah, there's always something to learn from that lesson. And hopefully with that lesson, you just move on. Do you think it's always – do you think there's always a lesson? Or like does shit just like – not work sometimes there's always there's gonna be a lesson towards the Mm -hmm. end of any failure any downfall there's a lesson at the end of the tunnel yeah i think so you heard it here first everybody there's a light at the end of the tunnel yeah there's a lesson there for you that you need to learn that you didn't learn before and that's how it is when you also die okay (laughs) is when you come back yep and there's some issue growing up you have like this ptsd you have this trauma uh that you don't know where it's coming from or you understand where it's coming from and sometimes i don't know this is just me because i believe in reincarnation and past lives but it could be from a past life and uh it's because it's a lesson that you didn't learn in that in your past life yeah, in your past life, in that lifetime. Would you... So, from my understanding of it, of like stuff like that, it yeah. kind of um, windles down to childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So, would you say that like you don't believe in childhood trauma in that case? Or no, what, yeah, is, there, is, there, is the childhood trauma just added on top of whatever trauma you have from your past life? People out there that have unexplainable fears and phobias. Oh, like that one lady on Dr. Phil who's like scared of like ping pong balls or some shit. <laughs> that yeah. like that like one I forgot, was it ping pong? It was like peanuts or some something it was, fucking. It dumb. was it was like maybe nuts or something. I don't know. It was like peanuts or like cashews or some so it was the stupidest shit. Th- it was something dumb. So let's just say someone's like scared of like ping pong balls. Alright? Yeah, like specifically just that and they have no reason to why they Fear that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like no one no one like no one in their life was ever like peg, pegged them with like a ping pong ball or something. Yeah, like, nothing... they've never seen it, but once they first saw it, they're mm-hmm. like, Oh my god, that scares me. Like yeah. that pink is 
that round ball is just the so tiny sh- cylindrical sphere yeah. is scaring me. Yeah. Okay. So, and that sounds so dumb, but there there's actually like real phobias out there. Of course. That are similar to that, and yeah, in their past lifetime, maybe they probably got killed by a pink. A ping pong ball. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine yeah, dying to a died. ping pong ball. <laughs> okay. Imagine. Maybe, what? Maybe I, they choked to death. Maybe like, on they a got ping pong. Yeah, ball. they they choked Bro, on imagine it. Imagine some fucking drunk college kid playing beer pong. Yes. Didn't even realize that the ball that the ball was still in the cup. Chugged it and choked on it and died. That's that's exactly. Imagine that. What's happened? What it might have happened in her past <laughs> life, and she's traumatized some by that stupid pink ass one. fucking kid. Some yeah. stupid ass college student. There's a lot of people that die out there for doing dumbass shit. 100. And I'm like, damn, I feel so bad for you. You wasted this lifetime just to die like that. Yeah, but so, wait. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So you said that you believe in reincarnation. I do. How so? What it was? What does that look like to you? I just know that we come back if we haven't learned our lesson. Um, so, okay. So, would you say that like each soul is tied to like learning a lesson? Then, mm, because I think we all are. Yeah. So, from what I understand of reincarnation, and correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. it's a soul leaving somebody. And then going into another body. So then, so you're saying that that soul hasn't learned its lesson yet. Or like whatever, has it hasn't gained enough knowledge or done whatever okay, it is. Okay, so let me backtrack. So we're here to learn a lesson, but we're also here to teach a lesson. So we can do both. That's okay. what I've learned reading this book. What book? Share with the people. It's called um, Miracles Happen. Um, okay, so let's say you're a mother of two. You verbally and physically abused your children. You were horrible to them. This is something they're never going to forget. And on your deathbed, on your deathbed, you realized the horrible stuff that you've done because maybe on your deathbed, your kids just didn't show up. They've kind of maybe left you to die or they came to you and told you how horrible um, things were. And, yeah, you die. Or maybe in your soul you realize, like, once you die, like, all the things that you did in um, the physical world. Either way, I think when you come back to life, I'm sorry, I feel like when you come back to this earth again, and to a different body. And now you're having this trauma yourself where you, and this is all in my book, right? Like some people don't remember their past lifetime. We, we all just don't remember unless we go under like some kind of hypnosis. But in this particular person, let's say she, um, she, she, she's going to this family. She's like this little girl in this family. And once her dad or mom raises her voice at them, she gets really, really scared. Like, she starts crying. Like, she just, she wants to run away from home. Like, she's like, I can't take this anymore. This is too much. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm getting anxiety or whatever. She grows up, and she has all these sorts of issues, anxiety, anger issues. And she doesn't understand, like, where this is all coming from because 
All her parents do is just maybe raise their voice at her. They don't do anything more to her. Mm-hmm. But then she realizes, oh, this trauma might be from a past lifetime. And from there, that's where she's going to open up and realize that she didn't give enough love to her kids in her past lifetime. So then she decides to give love in this lifetime now. Okay. So she learned her lesson. Now she's giving her okay. lesson to someone else, maybe. To her kids, once she grows up, she's a mom now. Now she's going to love her kids. There's just stuff like that that I've learned in my book. So I, so I believe that everybody has a purpose, I guess. Yeah. That everyone, like... And, like, once they fulfill their said purpose, like, they just go on a downhill slope on of health. Wait, what do you mean? Okay. Their purpose is to build a thriving school. Okay? So, once... So, then they build a school, and then it takes a couple years... It takes, like, five, ten years, and it finally starts thriving. All right? And then by the time it's a thriving school, they're 75. All right? And I feel like once that purpose gets fulfilled, then, like, immediately you just start going on, like, a downward slope of health, like, men- of physical health. At that point, like, like your soul, like, tells your body, like, hey, yo, our time, like, we're running out here, all right? Like, we did what we, ca- we, did what we came to do, where we gotta go. That's kind of how I feel about it. That's kind of how, what I feel, like, why we're here. Yeah. In general. So, yeah. What do you think? We're here to fulfill our purpose, learn a lesson, and teach a lesson, either in this lifetime or a different lifetime. So, I think there's a purpose. So, do you think that people could die without learning their lesson? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, then they would go so, into a different lifetime. That's where we're incarnation. So what was to play is so what was the point of that that life then? The first life, let's say. That yeah, that, that that like they did not learn their lesson. So what was the point of that life? Like, what did that achieve for that soul? I guess nothing. They wasted their their time and their soul because they just they probably had lots of chances and they just took the wrong path. And I mean, we have free will. Do you believe in free will? Yeah. So, we can do whatever the hell we wanted on exact, paper. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I believe in free will. Mm-hmm. But if you choose to fuck it up, you fuck it up. Do and you, then you come back in a different lifetime and learn about what you didn't or did it, what you didn't or you did do in that lifetime. Do you think the soul allows that, though? What do you mean? Do you think, like, that soul allows. For, um, do you think that soul allows for not fulfilling its, not learning its lesson, or not giving its lesson, or fulfilling its purpose? I I think you do choose. Like, after you die, I think you choose to come stay here, right? Do you think that? What I, or ask me if I believe in reincarnation? Do you believe you have a choice when you die to come back? I kind of don't I kind of don't want to make a choice. You don't. So what I believe in reincarnation is is that earth itself has an x number of souls. 
let's say, 100 billion. That's on the small side. Every living organism, every living thing needs its own soul. All right? So, so like cats, trees, plants, algae, algae caterpillars, ants, anything that, that is living, quote-unquote living, has a soul. And I think it's like a hierarchy of living creatures where humans would be the top and at the bottom you have like algae grass or some shit like that. Yeah. And I believe that each soul has to go has to go up the hierarchy to reach like human level. And then once it reaches human, then it goes back down to the bottom of the hierarchy and then keeps going back. It's just a cycle. A vicious cycle of just going through animals. Cycle of life. Sure. Yeah, in a way. They just keep going through animals, um, animals, vegetation, all sorts of, um, all sorts of living creatures. So then they'll go through all of them, and eventually they become to, they get to humans. And I I believe that because one, humans are, kind of overpopulating Earth, and a lot of animals are going extinct. So I kind of believe, so that kind of works with my theory, is that like we're stealing all the souls from the animals, as well as, it just sounds cool to me, so, <laughs> and, and that's also why I believe they're spirit animals, or like why people like believe in like, they have like, they're like a spirit animal, because I just believe that that could have been like, that could have been what they were in their most recent past life, so like... If someone were to say their spirit animal is a bear, like they could have, they could have been a bear in their past life or something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, that does. That's kind of how I feel about reincarnation and afterlife and everything like that. Uh, well, reincarnation in itself—that's what I think. Uh, I still believe in like, I still believe in heaven and hell, but I don't know. I don't know how that factors into my theory, but yeah, that's it for me. I just believe that maybe if you just didn't learn your lesson here, um, you definitely come back. Mm-hmm. Or if you died too young and there was no lesson that was somehow whatsoever made in that lifetime of yours and you come back and happens all over again, just different body, different situation. And yeah, I think we eventually all come back. Until our purpose is fulfilled. Okay. And that's what my book also is about. Um, just learning about what kind of things. Um, well, he, he, he basically does all, like, regression. I think he calls them regressions with these people. And he finds out stories about their like past lifetimes, and it helps them in their present time uh-huh. and they figure out you know why they are the way they are why they have certain fears why they have certain habits views i don't know just certain dreams whatever it may be uh he helps them because he knows that that has came from a past lifetime uh-huh. and it's in their present time now and uh it's just a lot of people he has helped fix their f- whatever issues they have now. And I, when I read it, I'm like, you know, I think about my own life and the things that I have. 
mm-hmm. wonder if any of that came from my past lifetime. But I won't know until I put myself under that regression process. Yeah. Um, but it's but it's interesting to hear other people's stories when they have like a child that talk about like the war, even though they're like three, four years old, and they're talking about, you know, their name was, I don't know, George, and they flew an airplane um, during the war, and they know all these certain like places, locations, names, people, that doesn't make sense for a four-year-old, five-year-old. Or a kid to know. Um, so when I hear that, I'm like, yeah, I think I think that's real. Yeah. What kind of you said like you're not gonna you're not gonna know like what happened in your past life until unless you go like through some sort of like process. What is, what is that process like? Do you know? So I don't know what kind of process he does for these people mm-hmm. to find out like what their lifetime was before. But I'm pretty sure it's some kind of like hypnosis thing okay. that he does. But I have no clue. But he does help these people. Interesting. I just know that reincarnation is real. All right, everyone. Thanks all for listening to the hypocrites, to the real hypocrites. Thanks for joining us in the hypocr- hypocrites lounge. Have a good one. Take care. Goodbye.